Voices are exotic dancers enter one by one. Make love to all of your orifices in your seduction. Hello and welcome to Ear Seduction. I'm your host, Paul Schilling. Today, the Midwest misanthrope and Charlie Voodoo and I are going to review Craig Zoller's epic Brawl in Cell Block 99, a movie that all three of us would recommend to you. And if you don't want spoilers, uh, please do go and watch it. It's available on Amazon. It's available elsewhere. It's a fantastic movie. Uh, Let's listen in to our breakdown of the story, its characters, and the overall themes of Craig Zoller's Brawl in Cell Block 99. Brawl in Cell Block 99. Speaking of fucking no CGI. Yeah, no CGI. Oh, man. <laughs> just it's just like beautiful special effects. Yeah. Just beautifully done special effects. Not quite believable, but definitely not unbelievable. It, it's a style. Yeah, it's a he, style. He yeah. takes... That's the way to say it. He takes it and he... he uh, like, you know what's going on. Mm-hmm. You know what's going... You know he's doing this as a, you know, a style aspect of the movie. Right. And it's fucking awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I I mean, Bradley, uh, his character, the main protagonist. Yeah, Vince Vaughn's character. Yeah, Brad. Bradley. Bradley. (laughs) Bradley. This character, a a beast, big boy. Uh, He's also referenced within the uh, movie when he, uh, when he's got, uh, when he goes to jail, uh, he has to do a strip down, be butt naked. (laughs) Uh, The caller makes a point to have the guys who are seen naked inmates come in all day give him the rating of A minus. Yeah, so yeah. Basically an alpha all the way around. He yeah. knows that's why he's ba- that's why he's uh, his pace, his mannerisms, it's always nothing rattles him. Uh very kind. Nothing uh, rattles him except for, you know, finding out his wife's with another dude. Yeah. Kind of rattles him a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it, it doesn't, which doesn't, is awesome that yeah. scene. <laughs> I love when he beats up the car. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't, it doesn't, uh, yeah, you're right. I'm so sorry. You nailed it. Yeah, that's in the beginning. So that, that fucks with him. But when it comes down to anything that he has control over himself, uh, just like, I I got this. You know, nothing, nothing phases him. Uh, he, he's given the history of having an addiction problem. His, uh, his wife also has that history as well. Yeah, they're in recovery. And, um, they're maintaining, they're making it work. He, he has the job of being a mechanic. He gets laid off. He then uh, goes back to his old job, even though he's not going to use drugs anymore, and is a is a mule. And he basically gets put in a situation where he doesn't want to do this job with uh, this partnership, which is he goes ahead, uh, does it anyways with the idea of him being able to get three months off of work. Uh, wife has their, their kid together. Um, <laughs> yeah. He's a, he's a guy who's down on his luck, right? Yep. Your typical protagonist story, somebody to identify with. Zoller really uh-uh. gets you on board with this character right away. He's He's got the most screen time. He's almost almost 100% of the time on screen. Vince Vaughn's character, Bradley. So he's really the person you're following through the entirety of the story. He's not a very complex character, but he's uh, he's just a badass. He's, he's like every man's man, right? And uh, he's down on his luck. His wife's cheating on him. He loses his job. And instead of... Uh, uh, I mean, he freaks out and beats
beats up a car. But instead of doing what maybe a lot of people would do in this situation, he says, let's do it. Let's try again. He He's having a discussion with his wife. They focus the attention on lack of communication, which I think a lot of people can identify with, right, in their relationships. It's hard to communicate effectively. And Bradley's been doing a terrible job of it, and so has his wife. They had complications in their first pregnancy. And I think this was like a surprise move by Zoller and his writing. I think this was the, the first surprise of the story, is that Bradley wanted to try again with his wife, make a better life, uh, try again to have a baby. And it, you really you really start to wonder about his character at that point. You're, you're like, who is this guy? What are we getting into? Because he's just a brute. He's just brute force, really direct, straightforward, but then shows this interesting layer of complexity when he says, you know what? Let, you know, I accept my my mistakes in this relationship. You accept yours. He's talking to his wife. Um, let's let's move on. Let's try again. Let's make it better, which I thought was really surprising. I didn't I didn't see that coming. So Bradley's character, a drug runner, gets into a bad drug deal. There's a shootout with the cops. The guys that he's paired up with are not his normal guys. He doesn't know these guys. And instead of escaping, which was well within his ability, uh, he decides to take the side of the cops and he shoots his co-conspirators in this drug run that they're doing. In doing so, he gets arrested. So Bradley's in prison and he finds out that his wife has been abducted and that there's an abortionist who is going to mutilate his unborn daughter and then very likely going to kill his wife. He's set upon a mission uh, to get himself into a different prison than the one he's in. He's in a medium security prison, which is kind of a cakewalk in some respect. Uh, and the the lawyer tells him, look, we're going to amputate your unborn child's limbs and send them to you in the mail if you do not get yourself into this prison and kill this person. Christopher Bridge is the name of the person he's supposed to kill. And he finds out after assaulting multiple people at his medium security prison and then taken to this other prison, this maximum security prison, he finds out that this person, Christopher Bridge, is supposedly in cell block 99. And that's where the title comes from. So he has to essentially bludgeon his way through other sort of throwaway characters, prisoners, prison guards, to get himself quarantined into cell block 99, where the story really starts to... Yeah, and the warden. Which Mm -hmm. is a brilliant casting move. Yeah, Don Johnson's best work. Don Johnson (laughs) plays the, the warden in this movie, and it is by far his best work and i'm including all of the miami vice miami vice Vice, yeah yeah. so anyway so don johnson's the warden he is the enemy in this movie other than the fact that people have abducted his wife so there's multiple people for him to have as an enemy but um so now he's set on this rampage of destruction and he quickly turns the tables i mean i'm really surprised at how quickly this movie flips the switch and goes from him trying to get into maximum security prison to kill this christopher bridge person who apparently doesn't exist to enacting revenge on the people that have abducted his wife and getting her back to safety. And it, the story unfolds brilliantly with tons of hyper violence. I mean, it's just, it's one of the most violent movies I've ever seen. And it's not like gunshots and and no, it's, it's like, man on man, mano yeah. y mano, you know. It's like physically taking your hands and breaking someone's limb. Yeah, and, fists of steel yeah. kind of violence. Yeah. This is one-on-one type violence. It's just, it's brilliant. It's so well done. Okay, so the, what do we have to say? At the end, so we're talking about no CGI. No CGI. Oh, dude. Like, it's the best, like, non-CGI movie I've seen yeah. in my life. This ranks I up mean, there with The Thing. Yeah, oh, it's great. It's yeah. like, at the end where he's stomping the fucking, uh, the other drug cartel dude's head.
head down the freaking latrine to- like opening yeah. and it decapitates him. Yeah. And then when Don Johnson fucking shoots him in the head. Yeah, his head explodes. Like, there's a cutscene. It, it's obviously a dummy. Yeah. But it's just, it doesn't take away, it actually adds to the movie. Because Absolutely. Because it's just like fucking awesome. Yeah, yeah. The, the way that they use the special effects to set sort of the, the standard is just perfectly done. It's, uh, it's one of those things where like I'm 40. I grew up watching movies that were made like this. Yeah. And it's like just, it's in my ballpark, you know, like it's a throwback to that time of movie making that just has, has gone, it's gone, you know? Yeah. And this dude's bringing it back and he's like, you know what? I can make a fucking movie that kicks everybody else's asses yeah. without CGI and it doesn't matter. You know, I, he, he's just like, this is a story and, and, uh, and the special effects don't have anything to do with it. Right. Except for the fact that like, I, I think it adds. Very much so, yeah. Like, it, you know, if it actually looked like his head getting blown off with like computer graphics and shit, I don't know if I didn't enjoy it as much. No, I would have taken away from it. Yeah. I love I love when he stomps on the guy's head and his yeah. jaw comes out. Yeah. Oh, yeah. His jaw just like pops out of his head. <laughs> oh, it's great, dude. Oh my God, it's so nice. Yeah. And it's just this white bone jaw that just sl- slides out of his head as <laughs> yeah. he gets stomped by Vince Vaughn's foot. Yeah. This is, this is kind of a throwback to the action movies that we were watching in the early and mid 80s. The Commandos. I'd put Predator in there, although that I think was a little later. These are the yeah. kind of movies that we just don't see anymore, really. And they're not new. I mean, this isn't new ideas. This, like, you know, you were talking about uh, Charlie Bronson movies. These aren't these aren't new movies. These aren't new ideas, but they're they're represented in a new kind of way. I mean, these are original movies with the, the backbone from, and the foundation yeah. of movies that have already been there. I mean, they're action-adventure movies in the case of Bone Tomahawk. Uh, it's a revenge movie in the case of Brawl and Cell Block 99. Those have been done many times. He's just bringing a whole new light and dimension to the character development and to the violence and to the to the finality of the movie. I mean, these are very satisfying movies. His style uh, is something where it's like, in my opinion, where it's like a lot like uh, with, with Tarantino. He's not committing himself to one type of style, but he's tapping into uh, that that whole idea of fun and what's cool, and therefore a little bit of there's a little bit of edge to the guy. Yeah, but, yeah, uh, dude, I I think he's just a true artist. Okay, there you have it. Uh, our recommendations and breakdown of Craig Zoller's Brawl and Cell Block 99. Now, Craig Zoller has made a couple of really good movies and some not as good movies, but we decided to pick him out of the crowd as a filmmaker that we wanted to spend some time reviewing and discussing. We review three of his movies in this season of Ear Seduction, and I'll be doing some more uh, reviews on Craig Zoller's films in later seasons as well. I'm going to take a special amount of time for my YouTube production and do an ultra in-depth analysis of Bone Tomahawk. So as that site gets up and running, I'll be updating you on the progress therein. Thank you so much for listening to Ear Seduction. Yeah.